it mean? It shows you that your ministry is not really going to change the world. But your ministry is your obedience to your God. Amen. Amen. Your ministry is your short time of obedience to your father. Amen. Amen. This is your chance to be obedient. And to show God that you love him. Amen. Amen. You and I are not going to really do very much to change the world. The world is getting worse. One of these days, somebody is going to use a nuclear weapon and drop it on top of a city. And it's going to start another type of problem that we haven't seen before. So the, the world is not becoming stable, it's becoming unstable. So what is your duty? Everybody, I don't know whether you can imagine, but soon you will be lying in a coffin Stiff like this. Many of us here will be in, in the coffin. It's unbelievable. So it's a short time for us to love God. Amen. Amen. Very short time. Most of the fathers that I have followed are dead. In the last two to three years. Bonke is dead. Fred Price in America is dead. Uh, who else? Yonki Cho is dead. Kenneth Hagen, yeah, he dies in Kanye One of my fathers, Pastor Gunaratnam in Malaysia. Just died. It makes me all my life I've talked to these people. I know these people. Now they are gone. And as they preach, the world is worse. So why are we preaching? We are in a battle for our own personal obedience and love for God. Amen. Amen. That is, and your re, the, the greatest reward or blessing is to be close to Jesus. That is why the woman of Zebedee, she said, I want my sons to be very close to you 
in eternity at your right and your left. Oh yes. The closer the better. In my small ministry, the people who are closer to me enjoy much more than those who are far from me. The reward is in the closeness. Amen. Amen. The people who are close to your president are enjoying more than you who has a passport. Hey, hey, is it true or is it not true? There, there are people who are not known in the government, but they are very close to the president. They are the ones who are enjoying. You are going to be one of the close people to Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, one of the aims should be to have more of God with you. Now one day Jesus said something in Luke 11. And I want us to go and look at that verse. Luke 11 and verse 13. For everyone that asketh receiveth. In verse 10. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh shall be open. If a son shall ask for bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a fish? Or if he asks an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Do you know that apart from the Lord's prayer, this is the only thing that Jesus taught ask for is the Holy Spirit. Apart from 
the Lord's prayer. This is the only prayer that Jesus taught. That if you can give good things to your children, when you ask the Father for the Holy Spirit, he will give you the Holy Spirit. So every minister of the gospel must be a specialist of asking for the Holy Spirit. Because it looks like the good thing you can get from God is the Holy Spirit. The good gift you can get from God or the good thing that God can give to any of us is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And the Holy Spirit is the anointing. That's the anointing. Amen. Amen. And so, in under the anointing, can I get the books on anointing? Where are they? The one who arranges the book should arrange it in order. All right? Do your work well. So this is, I think, steps to the anointing. This one is catch the anointing. This one is the influence of the anointing. And this one is the anointed and his anointing. Amen. Amen. So I want to share with you about what I call the anointed and his anointing. Amen. Amen. And if I have the chance, I will share with you 20 things about the anointed and his anointing. Amen. Amen. Number one. How many want to know 20 things about the Holy Spirit, the anointing? Amen. Amen. Number one is, what is the anointing? Amen. Amen. Acts 10.38 Acts 10.38 says how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed. So, Acts 1038. Amen. Amen. So, the anointing is the Holy Spirit. Because the anointing is something. The anointing can be engine oil, it can be cooking oil, it can be olive oil, it can be Vaseline, it can be ointment. It can be um, any any kind of oily thing, but it can 
also be the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Everybody say, lift your hand say, I want the anointing. It means I want the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Number two. The second thing I want you to know about the anointing. Where is the anointing? Where? Amen. Amen. Is the anointing in heaven? No. The anointing is, is with an anointed person. Yes. The anointing is with somebody. If you want anointing, you need to find a person who is anointed because the anointing is not somewhere on its own. The anointing is with somebody. The Bible says in John 14 verse 17, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you. He is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. The anointing is with somebody. And then the anointing is upon somebody. That's why Jesus said in Luke 4, 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And then number three, the anointing is inside some people. It says in 1 John 2, 27, the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. What is in it? you. Amen. 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 How many want to be anointed? If you want to be anointed, if you want to be anointed, you have to find somebody the anointing in him or with him or upon him. Amen. Amen. Yesterday, I, I saw that uh, there was a mine in Burkina Faso which was um, about 700 meters underground. And it was 100 kilometers away from the capital. And Wagadugu, Burkina Faso has got uh, some rebels and some problems. And I, I read in the news that there was a flood in the mine and a lot of people died. 
Enaiem fofawa sanae mistunda tanta omle fitandra na tomle minna tebede be mati from different countries. Afan firene chamaf. There was Canadians were there. Mis Canadian na tau. They didn't die, but they can. There was Canadians, there was Australians, there was South Africans, a lot of white people. Ni Australiana, ni si apani Afrika du Sud atoa aula fa futsiut tamarzan. Now, I was thinking about it. Denirche tamakaskian leizia. The white man is looking for gold. Lero le fasarios ane dem tat fulamen. Where is the gold? Aizan fulamen. The gold is hundred kilometers away from Wagadugu. It is 700 meters underground. That's all. So that's where they go. They left Canada. And come to Burkina Faso. Gone 100 meter, kilometers away. From the capital. And gone under. Why? That's where the gold is. So you see, Christians don't behave like that. Where there is anointing, they don't travel far to where the anointed, because the anointing is with somebody. They don't travel to that person. To see the person. They are not interested. So what are Selinas are you? Huh? Huh? They don't go. Chumandeis. They don't risk anything. That's why many people are not anointed. Few people are anointed. You have few people like Reinhard Bonke in the world. Few people like Kenneth Hagin. Few. Few, few, few people. Yeah. Why? Because if the anointing is there, they don't go there. But for the white man, if the gold is even in hell, they will go to hell and find the gold Yes. What is wrong with us? Why don't we know, like, practically, where is anointing? It is, it is with a person or upon a person or in a person. Yeah, and so you have to go to the person who has the anointing on him or in him or with him. Amen. Amen. All my life, I have found myself going towards anointed people. Amen. That's why I traveled to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Amen. To see Kenneth Hagen. Oh yes. Even after he was dead, I went there. Yes. That's why I went to Korea. And I've been going to Korea 
for 25 years. De timp am vrut care corefon. has passed away, but I'm going. I'm going to where he was buried. It's important to me. There is anointing. And I'm going where the anointing is. Oh yes. Because anointing is always with a person. And you must grow up in your mind. Amen. How can you identify an anointed person? Number three. Number one, you identify using the criteria of Jesus. Amen. Amen. How do you use the criteria of Jesus? This is the sign. The disciples of John the Baptist told John about everything Jesus was doing. And so John called for two of his disciples and asked him, are you the Messiah we have been expecting? Or should we look for someone else? Luke 7, 18 and 19. And Jesus answering said, go your way, tell John that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and to the poor, the gospel is preached. Blessed is he, whosoever shall not be offended in me. Luka tuk fafito teni ndini fafalombe full. Arumpe na tzono zizi na na barzande shantam arzono na ni anzumpe na ndola ko amte na ni rakaza na akani mtumpa noe novale waf sambo lafa na dasatika. Arununga tani amreole lariote na noe tzono na pano batisa na ni rakana ya kati amno ye novale waf sambo lafa na dasatika. Artam sanusan si sos tena sita nula martam rufsarete na panaratsa tena peiratan zamba mar tena malis kana no tamne mandiane na ro ambarom tzono na sita na rusre na ro ma iratan zam afa kamandring. Amen. Amen. When they ask Jesus, are you the Messiah, which means are you Christ, which means are you the anointed person, huh? they said, go and tell him, these are the signs. When you tell John these signs, John will not say anything again. John will know, because John will know that I am the one. Because John did not answer the question, Jesus did not answer the question directly and say, I am the Messiah. He said, these are the signs, go and tell him. What are the signs of an anointed person? The, 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 Jesus said it. He said, the sick are healed. The blind see. So if you want to find someone who is anointed, look for someone who prays for the sick and the blind see. Amen. Amen. Look for someone who prays for the lame and they walk. Um, 
Look for someone who prays for lepers and they are cleansed. A leper is an incurable disease. And then number four, look for someone with the deaf here. People who cannot hear, they can hear. That person is anointed. And then somebody who prays for the dead and the dead are raised. It's an anointed person. And then someone who preaches the gospel to the poor. It's an anointed person. So that's how to identify an anointing. The biggest anointing was identified by Jesus. Go and tell John the deaf are hearing, blind are seen, lame are walking, lepers are cleansed, dead are raised, poor people are hearing gospel. Anointing is This is the sign. Amen. So, Everybody here should be interested in these things. Why was I interested in Yongicho? I could see the anointing. Yongicho had a lot of miracles in his ministry. The the deaf hearing, blind seeing, and all that. Why was I interested in Bonke? Bonke had the deaf hearing, the blind seeing, That's why I was interested in him. And then the poor people hear the gospel. You see, when you see somebody who can preach to the poor, you are also seeing anointing. Preaching to the rich is different from preaching to the poor. I am preaching to the poor. Madagascar is not a, it's not the same as America. Madagascar Oh yes. Or is Madagascar the same as America? You have as much money as they have in America. A lot of African pastors want to go to America. Pastor African to go and preach to the rich. But Jesus said, the poor have the gospel. Preach to them. Yes, that's a sign of anointing. From here, I am going to. Uh, Rwanda. It's not a very rich country. No. See. And from here, I'm going to uh, Central Africa. It's not, a, it's not a rich country. At the beginning of this year, I was in the north of Ghana. It's the poorest place I've ever seen in the whole world. But I was staying in every town. 
They never sang Changna Tom Tanana Rita Rita. For three days. Nadita Tiruant. I stay in the town. Changna Tom Litanana. I don't want to tell you what, what, what is the condition there. Oh, no, no, no. See I don't want to tell you. You come yourself and see. So, when I was preaching, when I go to these places, and I'm preaching, I just feel happy that I'm there. Not because I'm going to get anything, but because I feel I fulfilled the scripture. That the poor have the gospel preached to them. People, people ask, how do you go there? How do you go there? People ask, how do you go there? Yes. How do you stay there? What do you say to the people? That's the anointing. Amen. Amen. Receive the anointing. Try to let your life look as close to the Bible as possible. Amen. 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 Now, many people preach to the poor once in their lifetime. After that, they say no more. Because all the money gets finished. The poor, they don't give you anything. You have to give them. So it takes anointing to continue preaching to the poor. So that's the first way to identify the anointed. Number two, how do you identify an anointed person by the sign of the person doing unusual things? Everybody say unusual things. This is how you identify someone who is anointed. In John chapter 3, Nicodemus came to Jesus by night and he said, we know you have come from God for nobody can do these things except God be with him. Amen. 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 So, you must identify people who do unusual things. Oh, yes. Unusual. And Jesus was unusual. And that's what Nicodemus said. All the things you are doing, they are fantastic. Nobody can do it unless God is with the person. That's why I was attracted to Yongicho. Because to have a church with 700,000 members and seven services or 12 services every day. It's fantastic. When Yongicho came to Ghana, our president wanted to meet him. 
took him to see the president. Because he's an unusual person. And even unbelievers, they recognize the unusual achievement. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Number three. Identify the unusual characteristics of a person. There are anointed people who have some peculiarities. Amen. Amen. What do I mean? Elijah lived in the desert. He wore panties to preach. He wore, he ate locusts. And worms. This was a sign of Elijah. When John the Baptist came, he also had some similar behavior. And that was one of the ways to identify this man is Elijah's anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is a sign. And there are certain signs that are peculiar to some anointed people which are signs that you notice when the anointing is there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number four. It is the anointing that breaks the yoke. I said I'm sharing with you 20 things about the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And one of them is that it is the anointing that breaks the yoke. Amen. Amen. Now, when an anointed person is working, you have to realize that it is the anointing that is working. Amen. 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 One day Peter healed a lame man. And people were amazed. And Peter said, why do you look on us? As though by our own holiness or our own power, we have made this man to walk. In Acts chapter 3 verse 12. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Yes. Why do you look on a pastor as though he, he has some holiness? Or specialness. Every pastor is a sinner. Yes. Peter had just betrayed Christ a few weeks ago. And Jesus was using him to heal. 
It's not your personal holiness or your personal power. It is the anointing. It's the anointing. Amen. Amen. It's the anointing. In the realm of the spirit, I am wearing a coat that you cannot see. That is what is working. Some years ago, I had a vision or a dream. And I, was, I went into my office. And an angel came into the office. And the angel spoke to me. The angel was carrying two things. One was a jar of sand. And he was carrying a jacket. And I said, what is this? And the angel said to me, this is your father. Your, my father was in a bottle. You know, like cremation. You do cremation in, you do cremation in Madagascar. Some, some, some people do. Yeah. So when you are cremated, you just go into a bottle. So the angel said, This is your father in a bottle. And the angel put the glass bottle on the shelf. And then he took the jacket. And he said, this was his jacket. He was wearing this. And he said, put it on. So the angel helped me to put on the jacket. And the angel said to me, you will wear this for some time. And afterwards, you have to take it off and give it to somebody else. And then you will go into a bottle just like your father and be on the shelf. Hey! hey. So, it is my turn to wear the jacket. That's the mantle. And I am wearing a mantle. Oh yes. Oh yes. And the mantle I'm wearing is the mantle of a father. Different fathers that God has given to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that is what is working. So that is why when Elisha took the mantle from Elijah, he used the mantle to swipe the Jordan River to see whether it was working. Amen. Amen. Number five. The anointing is in the field. The field. Matthew 13 verse 45 Matthew 13, it says the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure in a field. A treasure in a field. Amen. 
Everybody say a treasure in a field. Wow. Wow. The anointing is a treasure. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow. The anointing is a treasure. Amen. Amen. The anointing is a treasure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is the anointing? The anointing is the Holy Spirit. Where is the anointing? The anointing is with people. Anointed men. They have the anointing. They are with the anointing. The anointing is on them. Or with them. Or in them. But that's where it is. And that's where you should go. You have to go to people. Who carry the anointing. So that something can rub off on you. How do you identify an anointed person? By the method Jesus gave. Jesus gave. How do you see the person preaching to the poor? Preaching to the uh, uh, healing the sick. That is the anointing. Now, the anointing is a treasure. See, because Jesus said that the kingdom is a treasure. Now, what do we mean by treasure? It's valuable. There is no treasure like the anointing. That's why when you see pastors doing business, you realize that he doesn't know what the anointing is. Since God anointed me, I don't do any business or work. No, I don't do any work at all except the ministry. Because I have a great treasure. More than any treasure you can get from anywhere. Amen. Amen. And the treasure is hidden in a field. And you may not know that the treasure is in the field. A field that you have to walk through. You have to discover. You have to spend time. Looking for this treasure. That's why we encourage people to come to a Bible school. It takes time. Humility. Energy. Money. Whatever. To find the treasure. Amen. Amen. To me, it's a great thing that I am in uh, Madagascar preach and it's a great thing to me. Oh yes. You know all different places I go to it's, it's an honor. One of my pastors is in England and uh, his neighbors they are all white people 
Alright, so the anointing is a treasure. Now the next thing is unravel the mystery of the anointed. Amen. Amen. The mystery of the hidden anointing. Isaiah 45 and verse 15 says, Verily thou art a God that hidest thyself, O God of Israel. Amen. Amen. God is mysterious. Amen. Amen. So you must realize that being anointed or the anointing is mysterious. I accept that I am mysterious. There are a lot of mysterious things about me. And there are a lot of mysterious things about the anointing that is operating in my life. Oh yes. Very mysterious. Yeah. Very mysterious. Many people don't know how I am doing what I am doing. Oh yes. Oh yes. There are mysterious things. How we are one Church is working. Crusade is working. Books are working. This book I published about 40 million books. Yeah, that's a lot of books. About 40 million. Yes. In different languages. Oh yes, it's mysterious. And I'm from a, I'm from a very poor country. I'm I'm Oh yes. Oh yes. Now it is your duty to unravel the mystery of the anointing. The, the anointing is like a banana. You have to remove piece by piece to see what is inside. If you don't have patience to remove the piece by piece, you will never know what is inside. Oh yes. The Bible says in the, in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, the mystery of God should be finished. God will always be mysterious. God will always be mysterious. And things about God will be mysterious. He says, I am a God that hideth myself. If you are not prepared to be patient, and try to gradually discover the mysteries of the anointing. 
you'll never be anointed. Yes. It took me a lot of time and searching to discover the mysteries of healing. And the anointing. There are many mysteries. About the power of God. About angels. Oh yes. You see, because as I'm walking around here, there are many supernatural things that are working. And they are mysterious. Few, few people have had, it's only one other pastor that I know, but few people have had angels being uh, caught on camera. That the angels that are with you appeared on the camera. you need to be sent to decide I will discover and find the mystery of the anointing of God on whoever has that anointing Look, I went to Korea. Korea? And Yongicho took us to the uh, World Cup soccer stadium. On Monday morning. Monday, 9 o'clock morning. The whole stadium, I mean World Cup soccer, world, modern World Cup stadium was full with his shepherds. His leaders. In Korea. Now, Korea is not a Seoul is not a city that people don't have work to do. And in Korea, that is where they make LG, they make Hyundai, Kia, Daewoo, Samsung phones. Every is a very, very modern and busy city. Sans- People don't have time for church and such things. And they say, "Ulla sane, tena tena we tanana miasa pe mi chanta ore nelshe Samsung re Hyundai sinleta reta ita sika marka Korean dene chwe ulla chana sa sane an fatena tanana ngeza pe sa chumana ptona sane ulan." But he calls for a shepherd's meeting on Monday morning. That is working time. Everybody is going to work. At 9 o'clock in the morning in the World Cup Stadium. And he's 77 years old. And the stadium is full. At 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh yes. 
it's a mystery. I hope you understand what I'm saying. If you don't have patience to try to unravel the mystery of the anointing, you will be looking at it all the time, but you will never really get it. The Bible says in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, the mystery of God should be finished. It's only then that there will be no mystery. But Listen, God is going to raise up a Madagascan pastor. And the Madagascar pastor will go to other nations. And preach the gospel. Now, I've not seen any Madagascan pastor preaching in Cameroon. Oh, yes. With his own trucks. And his own equipment. I've not seen it before. But you see, it shows you how fantastic it is. And how great it would be. God raise up a Madagascan pastor. Who can go to have a large crusade in Ghana. A large crusade in Togo. A large crusade in South Africa. It, 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 it is a mysterious and powerful thing. That's why I'm telling you that only God can do this. Only God can do this. Only God can do this. But God is going to do it. It's by the anointing. Amen. 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 You know, one of, one of the things I've seen is that when God does fantastic miracles and great anointings are moving, it looks ordinary. Like as we are here, it looks as though it's, it's as though we live in Madagascar. This is where we belong. Yes. But one day, God is going to raise up a Madagascan pastor. He's going to travel to Zambia. And they Zambia and pastors. He's going to travel to Kenya. And they want to Kenya and pastors. Go all over the world. And thousands of people will gather. You see, when God does His great things, you just marvel. When we were in Brickerville. People were standing there and saying, I could not, I was blind, but I can see. So many people, I was blind, I was deaf, 
I was dry. Marina Chamba. It looks so ordinary. Fantastic. God is going to do fantastic things. And it will look ordinary. Now, the, the, the number seven. I'm giving you 20 things about the anointing. The next thing you have to know about the anointing is the voice of the anointed. Mm. Matthew 17 verse 5 it says while he yet spake a bright cloud overshadowed and behold a voice came out of the cloud which said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased hear ye him Wow. 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 Hear ye him. Hear him. Now, the voice of an anointed person for you is a voice you must be hearing all the time. Yes. If you want to see a pastor who is dry without anointing, it's a pastor who does not listen to preaching. Yes. Watch out, you just look at pastors. And priests who don't listen to preaching. They are dry. All of them. Watch and see. When they preach, you sleep. When they preach, nothing changes. When they preach, no one wants to listen. There is a voice that is anointed for you. As you hear the voice, something will happen to you. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 17. I want you to read it. It says, For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. The Bible says he received honor and glory when the voice came to him. Amen. Amen. So Jesus received honor. Jesus received beauty. When there came to him the voice from heaven. Amen. Amen. So every one of you here if even that is the reason why you learn how to speak English so that you can hear English preaching then maybe you should learn English. Yes. Yes. 
Bien. Yes. Bien. Otherwise, you may never hear the voice. Amen. Amen. So there comes honor and glory. When there comes such a voice. Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. Ezekiel 2, 2. The spirit entered into me when he spoke to me. Amen. Amen. The spirit did what? Entered into me when he spoke to me. Amen. Amen. And number three, Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1. It says, If thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice, the Lord will lift you up above all nations. Amen. 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 Another verse says in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 20, Hear me, O Judah. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe in his prophets, so shall you prosper. And 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21. The prophecy came not by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Now all these verses show us that there is a great blessing for people who hear the voice of God. Amen. A great blessing. The Bible says the spirit entered me when he spoke to me. The spirit enters you when he speaks to me. Amen. Amen. The spirit enters you when he speaks to me. to Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If you hearken diligently, which means if you listen diligently or very persistently, to the voice of the Lord, then God will lift you up above all the nations. So it is important that you believe in hearing the voice of God. Now, I'm going to tell you something. No one should move or walk. Including the cameraman now. Don't move around. In 1988, I was a medical student. And I was sent to a town to go and um, study, do some studies there. Whilst I was there, I decided to pray a little. And I had my coffee and I had some bread and I was praying, just praying by myself. One night, 
I was listening to Kenneth Hagin's preaching. This lady over there where she is with the red dress. It reminds me of Kenneth Hagin uh, that night because the, I was listening from a tape recorder, a red tape recorder. My wife had lent that little tape recorder to me. And so the preaching never stopped all night. It was playing. And I was on my knees in the middle of the night at about 2 to 3 a.m. The tape was there and I was on my knees and something jumped out of the tape and entered into my belly and then I heard a voice in the room and the voice said from today from today from today you can teach that's all from today you can teach Now, I wasn't expecting that to happen as much as I wasn't expecting to be on the moon. I, I was listening diligently. I had been listening to Kenneth for 10 years. When that thing happened. That been 10 years, I knew Kenneth His preaching was very nice to me. And he had stories that he was always telling. I listened to the same story over. It was nothing new. It was not new. I've heard it already. But I like listening to it. Even now, I still like listening to it. Yes. And Suddenly, this thing jumped out of the table. And I felt in me something going into me. In the middle of the night, I was 25 years old. Yes, I was 25 years old. And a voice said, from today, you can teach. You see, it's been 35 years since it happened. And I'm teaching. 40 million books later. And thousands of churches later. And thousands of churches later. Yes. It's a sign to me that that what happened was something real. That people read my book in another language and are blessed. And people honor me when they see me because of a book that they read. I never thought I would write a book. I never thought anybody would ever read my book. Why would anybody read my book? But you see, the anointing is the anointing that does the mysterious work. So how did I become anointed to teach? 
voice. That day, I was listening. There came honor and glory unto me. When there came such a voice from the excellent glory came to me. Second Peter. Peter Faru. Is there a problem? Amen. Amen. There came honor and glory to me when that voice came to me. Amen. 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 So listen to the voice. Open yourself to the voice of the anointed. And you will receive the anointing. Amen. Faith comes by hearing. But not only faith. Not only faith. The anointing also comes. You diligently. Not only the anointing. Promotion. Promotion. Establishment. Comes. As you listen to the preaching and the teaching and hacking diligently to the voice of the Lord. God is going to use you. God is going to use you. Oh yes. Oh yes. You know, pastors you need two things. Two things. Everybody here who is a pastor, I hope you are listening. You need two things. You need a television where you can put on a big screen uh, an anointed person. Because I just, I just had a vision and I saw myself somewhere and I have the television. And here is Bonke preaching. And I'm just watching. I've heard it before. I'm hearing it again. And it's there. You need it. You need that. Then you need audio. On your phone or whatever. Audio preaching. Many, many different ones that you can hear without watching. And you need to have it before you so you can see. And also the one you can just hear. And you need to stay there for the whole day. The whole day, hours. In front of the anointing and hearing and seeing. I have a book called Seeing and Hearing. You need it. You will become anointed. You will become anointed. You cannot do anything without the anointing. I'm telling you. Oh yes. You know one time I went to Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes, you know Milton Keynes in England. 
on your ministry. And glory means beauty. Beauty of your ministry. That's what it comes from. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Number eight. I told you I'm telling you 20 things about the anointing and then we close. Number eight. Believe in his prophets. Amen. Amen. What does it mean? Wow. Wow. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles 20 verse 20. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Amen. Amen. Now, you have to give energy to believing in God as you give to believing in the prophet. Now, sometimes you have to give even more energy to believe in the prophet. Why? Because naturally you may not believe in the prophet. You see, naturally, when you see the prophet, you say, ah, is this not his mother? Is this not his father? Are these not his problems? Look at his problems. Look at his problems. You so, see? so you easily not believe in the prophet. But so, this point is saying, you must have energy to believe in the prophet. He didn't say you should understand the prophet. He didn't say you should understand the prophet. He says believe the prophet. Believe in the prophet. Not understand the prophet. So that you prosper. So that you prosper. I'm saying no one been. Amen. Amen. And prosper means so that you come mighty in ministry. Amen. 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 Now, many people don't believe in the prophet. You know, I have two types of pastors. Or two groups. I have older pastors. And I have younger pastors. Now, do you know the difference between the older and the younger? The younger ones believe me more as a prophet. Yeah, the younger one, they believe me more as a prophet. 
they even they even call me prophet. They don't call me pastor. Bishop. Bishop. They call me prophet or daddy. And their their churches are becoming bigger than the older people. They are more successful. And even more prosperous. Many of, many of them have built houses. They don't have anything. So they have even built their own houses. You'll be surprised to see what they have built. Oh, yeah. They prospered more. In their 20s. Oh, yes. In their 20s. Now, the difference, the older ones, they believe me, but not to that extent. The younger ones, if I even have a, a, a chat with them, they take it seriously. They say, that thing he was saying, that is a prophecy. Yes. Even, even joking, when I'm joking with them, they, they take it as a prophecy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and they are prospering more. Oh, yes. Prospering more. They are all my children. So the older ones are trying to become like the younger ones now. You see, there are, there are prophets who just walk around and tell you your name and this and that immediately at the service. But there are other, there's another type of prophet. Over time, you see that most of the things he has either said or thought have all happened. And that is that is how Moses was. Moses was that kind of prophet. Almost everything that Moses said has happened. Yes, over time. And that's how I also am. Most of the things in the in my books have happened. When you read the loyalty books, you would think that maybe I came to your church to describe somebody who is behaving. And you see people as though they want to fulfill everything that is written in the book, they are behaving. It's amazing. It's amazing. So I want to encourage you. Believe in God. But believe in the prophets. You know, Catherine Kuhlman was the father, mother of Kenneth uh, Benin. Catherine Kuhlman was the father of Kenneth Benin. Yes. You know, 
Menihin was a very small boy from a Palestinian little boy from Canada. He saw Catherine Kuman as very great. But Americans, they saw Catherine Kuman as a divorcee, uh, a problem, he had problem, didn't have a child, marriage problems, they didn't understand her dressing, her behavior, many problems. But Benin just saw her as wonderful. And that is why there's no American who has that kind of anointing. Not even one. No American. Benin is the one who had 20-something years old boy. Yeah. No, they analyze her. You, you didn't say analyze your prophet and you, you will prosper. He said, be, believe in your prophet, not analyze your prophet. Yeah. Yes. Younger people are more able to just believe rather than analyzing you. Amen. 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 You don't know the kind of power that is walking around you. Only you are trusting. And believing. Yes. But once you analyze, you'll be surprised. The man who laid hands on Reinhard Bonke. The man who laid hands on Reinhard Bonke. He had many prophets. He was seen as an outcast. Yes. He was seen as an outcast. And, uh, but Bonke didn't see him as an outcast. Bonke told me, Bonke told me himself. He told me the story. Before he died, he said, I walked into the, the house. And the, the, was, the, the man came from upstairs. And he, he asked, Is uh, George Jeffries, is this his house? And and uh, there was a, a lady, a big lady, a lady who was looking after him. And she said, no, 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 go, go. And Bonky told me, he said, he said let, let him come. He said, when he got into the room, the man was coming down the stairs. He came down. He said, didn't ask him anything. He kneeled, kneeled down in the sitting room. And he, he laid hands and prayed for him for about 30 minutes. Prayed for Bonke. Bonke told me himself before he died. This was a man people say oh, he's stuck, he's not rich. But he was a great revivalist. 
could fill the royal Albert Hall in England, in London, in those days. Nobody could do that. If only you just believe and stop analyzing, you will receive a lot more. Amen. Amen. Number nine. Pasivia. Receive the anointed according to his true rank. Araiswa ni ulmbousta arakentena aranamisianasi. Now, every man you receive in your life, you get what you receive. Did you know that I'm also a medical doctor? You know that I'm a medical doctor. If you receive me as a medical doctor, you get a medical doctor. If you receive me as a pastor, you get a pastor. Pastor's blessing. So Matthew chapter 10, verse 41 says, He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. So everybody, how you receive the person is what you get. If you receive a person in the name of a prophet, you get the blessings of a prophet. That's why I was saying that the younger pastors, they have received me as a prophet. Amen. 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 And you see, a prophet is senior to a pastor. Amen. Amen. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. You see, if you receive someone as a great something, then you get a great blessing. And if you receive him as a medium-sized whatever, then you get a medium blessing. So the people who see you great, they are the ones who get more from you. Those who see you as a great person, they get more. So that's why Jesus said, if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet or in the name of a righteous man, 
Now, what is the difference? When you receive someone as a senior brother, what he tells you, you will discuss with him. And he may take it or not take it. So it's important to receive as a great person. So for me, I, I, I don't even want to be friends with certain people. Most of them are dead anyway now. But I want to see them as very great and receive my blessings. Anybody who argues with you does not receive you as a great person. Anybody who argues with you does not receive you as a great person. Anyone who has long meetings, long discussions, does not see you as a great person. And that is why many wives, wives of pastors, don't get blessed by their husbands. Because they see, they don't receive the husband as a great person. Yes. So it's, it's very dangerous to marry a man of God. Yes. It's very dangerous to marry a man of God. It can destroy you. Because instead of seeing him as so great, you see him as some a bother. Somebody you can argue with. Somebody who when you speak, when you speak, she will also speak back. You speak, I speak. You speak, I speak. You speak, I speak. Table tennis. tennis. Table tennis. Pink pong. When you speak, she will return. When you speak, she will return. 
And sometimes they will even loop the ball. They never run fear at and pull. And you'll be quiet. <laughs> so that is why. That is why many wives are no more receiving from their spiritual anointed husbands. And if you don't take care, the pastor will love the members in the church more than he loves his wife. Oh, yes. Because the wife is always arguing. And and the church member is saying, yes, my Lord. I receive. I, receive. I believe. I believe. When you hear pastors divorcing, you should know that there have been arguments for a long time. And the disagreement has reached a place. Disagreement has reached a place where it's not safe to stay together in the same house anymore. So anyone who is a wife you must be careful when you are married to God's anointed servants. Yes, lest you, lest, lest you receive a severe judgment. Yes. Lest you receive a severe judgment. Yes. You know, they say behind every great man is a great woman. It's not true at all. It's not true at all. Behind many great men are great opposers. Oh, yes. People are afraid to say all these things. Yes. You know, one day I was uh, watching Benny Hinn was preaching somewhere. And I think in 1996. And uh, he laid hands on everybody. And uh, hey, people were falling under the power. And then uh, he was going to pray. His wife was also there. So then he called Bonke. Bonke was in the service. He said, come and, come and pray for my wife because you know, we, when we pray, I don't know if she will receive. Give me the beauty and the beast. This one. Second, second book. One, two, three. Yes. Ah, it's called the beauty 
the beast and the pastor. Have you ever asked yourself a question, why didn't Jesus marry? Why didn't Jesus marry? In, in John chapter 2, the Bible says, he, he, he knew what was in man, and he did not commit himself to any man, including any woman. And he did not commit himself to any man. Have you ever considered why Paul did not get married? Yes. Because you create a distraction from ministry. Oh, yes. Especially if a wife becomes a preacher. Is it one of the most dangerous things? Very dangerous. It's very dangerous when a wife is a preacher. That is when she'll be the proudest. Very proud. Oh, yes. Very puffed up. Pastors' wives. I know them. I have so many pastors. Very puffed up. And the Bible says that a woman ought to have a covering over her head because of the angels. Because they are more easily deceived. More easily deceived. And taken up by demons. One day I had I, I, knew, I knew a pastor, he had had, had two wives. One and then she divorced and he married another and then he divorced. All the two were divorced. So I asked him. I was sitting with him. He, he, all his wives had left. They had, they had gone away. So I said, and both of them wanted to marry him again. So I asked him, which, which one do you prefer? The two. He said, oh, I prefer the second one, the other one. He said, because the, the other one, she was also a pastor, and she was always challenging him in the church. Yes. So he said, I prefer the one who is not a pastor. So you have to be careful. Otherwise, you get an evil spirit. So yes, do your marriage. Yes. Me, I'm not afraid of the wives. Yeah. So I preach freely. Oh, yeah. People are afraid of wives.
said, I'm sharing with you 20 things about the anointing. Yes. 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 For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. The mystery of impartation occurs when you see the anointed. Is there a problem? I'm, I'm, I'm doing, let's go through from number one up to we are now on number uh, we are on 11. Ten. So, we are now on 10. Oh, we missed 10? No, we are 10 now. Number 10 now. Yeah. Ah, okay, number 10. Yes. Number 10. The blessedness of the transference of spirits. Amen. Amen. Everybody say transfer of spirits. Amen. Spirit can be transferred. Amen. Amen. Spirits can be transferred. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Numbers chapter 11. Numerions. The Lord came down and took of the spirit and gave to the 70. Amen. Amen. Everybody say transfer. You must respect anointed people because they are carrying what can be transferred to you. An anointed person is like a rich man who has got millions of dollars and he can transfer some of it to you. He can give some to you. If I am anointed, if I am anointed, the anointing that is on me can be transferred to my interpreter. I once went to Argentina and I met a pastor. And he said to me, I was the interpreter for Benny Hinn. Yeah. He said, that's how I got into the ministry. Every, every man of God who is anointed has something that can be transferred to someone. And the Bible says, God said, I will come down to Moses and I will take of the spirit that is on him and transfer it to 70 other people. As I have come to Madagascar, I pray that God will take some of the anointing and transfer it Amen. Amen. Number 11. 
the mysteries of impartation. Amen. Amen. The mystery of impartation is by seeing the person. Amen. Amen. Hearing the person. And touching the person. Who is anointed. Amen. Amen. And the anointing, the impartation results in your establishment. Because Romans chapter 1 verse 11 says, I long to see you that I might impart to you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established. You are established after you receive an impartation. And that I may be comforted, encouraged. And he says, and that I might have some fruit amongst you. So you have fruit amongst the people you have been, you have imparted anointing to. Amen. Amen. I long to see you. Amen. Amen. Now there is a there is a wonderful key about the impartation. It says that by our mutual faith Romans 11 1 verse 12 it says that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me Amen Amen I believe I'm anointed. You believe in the anointing. That is mutual faith. That is mutual faith. So impartation occurs by seeing. Says, I long to Romans 1:11. I long to see you. That I may impart. So sometimes you have to see the person and be imparted to. Yes, that's why I said, I long to see you that I may impart, that you may be established. So people say, oh, it doesn't matter. But it matters. It matters to be there. To see to see. I long 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 to see. You know, I have more books about the anointing than I, almost any other thing. Someone, the anointing. Because I believe there is nothing to me. Nothing to me. I have nothing. 
I am zero. Sa atin na city. But the anointing is what is working. You know, one time I was, one time I was in uh, Panama. And I became sick. I think it was a flu. I was sick, 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 sick. But I was supposed to finish it. And it was a crusade. Ah, I had my handkerchief. I was and I was there praying for the sick. So I prayed for the sick. Then they started to come on the stage. They I was blind. I, I, I can now see. Then I, I go, oh, here. I was sick. My head. I couldn't see. I can see. Come. I couldn't hear. Miracles. season. It, it cannot be from me. Because if it was from me, I did not know heal myself. Why did I not heal myself? Yes. Why did I not heal myself? A man of God is just a pipe. A, a plastic pipe. plastic through whom the anointing comes to bless and water the people. Amen. 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 So you have to trust that God's anointing will be there. God is everything. That is why it is important what you believe about a man of God. It is what you believe. That the mutual faith that causes the anointing to be imparted. That's why a man of God can fall into sin. And he will confess his sin to God. God will forgive him. And God will use him. And you see God using him. For a long time. Then when people get to know. That he has a problem. Or he has had a problem. Then. They stop receiving. But not that the anointing is not flowing. Because it was flowing all along. When you didn't know anything bad. Yes. Yes. That's yes. why when Bonki went to this man and he prayed for him, God blessed him. You know, one day I heard somebody speak about the man who prayed for Bonki. I was surprised. And I, and I don't want to mention who it was because it was a very great man of God. Hey, he said some negative things about that man. Yeah. Yeah. But 
But that was the man who prayed for Bonke. And that's the same man who prayed for uh, a man in Ghana who has built the biggest church in Ghana, Church of Pentecost. Yeah. It's amazing what you can receive when you have faith in someone. That is why Satan's main work is to blacken the image and reputation of God's servant and to keep spreading bad stories about God's servant so that people cannot receive. But as for the power, it is there. Yes. And that is why pastors must keep moving. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. Don't stay in one place for them to soil you up. Amen. Amen. Hey. Hey. Are, are you still here or you are leaving? I don't know whether I should continue all these type of things. Number 12. Don't miss casual as a food chamber ustratsuta amen as a food chamber ustratanela sai no vetone tsutsut there are some anointings that are very casual miskarasa na ustratane masata otane tsuta pizan john the baptist came wearing panties etunga fantso na pano batisa cloth na novan and eating locusts. Yes. Raw locusts. Locust sandwiches. Ah, sandwich sana falala. Move falala san. I don't know how people even went to see what he was eating. That's why sometimes you shouldn't let people see you eating. They criticize you already. But he was anointed. Amen. 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 Try to recognize when people are anointed. Nicodemus came to Jesus. By night. And he said. Ah. Nobody can. I see God is on my Amen. Amen. Try to be like that. And look at people. You are, this person is anointed. You must detect the anointing even on people who are not preaching in the pulpit. There are people who are anointed to help. And to work. Ah, to do different things. Oh, yes. Amen. To sing. To, to minister. Start looking closely. And be like Nicodemus. Say, no. 
Remember Jacob battled with the angel in the night. I said, I will not go unless you bless me. I will not go unless you Laban saw that there was something special. Said, this man is blessed. He said, I have come to see that God has blessed me because of you. There was a man from Malaysia. His name is Pastor Prince. Pastor Prince One day I realized that God is blessing me through this man. He just died. I, I have to go and see him. Yeah. I have to go there. Yes. But I tell you, if you don't recognize that God is blessing you through somebody. This man recommended me everywhere quietly. Quietly. Don't miss being able to see. Laban saw. He said, This small boy is my nephew. Because of him. I'm being blessed. I am the uncle. I am the uncle. Because of my nephew, I am getting blessed. May your eyes open to see Maybe God will send a small boy to your life. And bless you because Amen. Amen. Wow. Wow. When Naaman had leprosy, when Naaman had leprosy, he wanted to be healed. It was a little maid who told him that there is someone who has an anointing who will solve his problem. Wow. Wow. A maid recognized. The but the big people could not recognize Proud people are blind. Number 13. Honor the anointing. Honor the anointing. In Mark chapter 6, Jesus said, A prophet is not without honor but in his own country. And there, he could not do mighty works. Amen. Amen. Honor the anointed. And the anointed. Amen. Wow. Wow. Now, I have a whole book called Those Who Honor You. Is it here? No. It's in the next Macarius. 
Amen. Now, where there is no honor, respect for the anointing, it doesn't work. The anointing doesn't work. The anointing works where it is honored. Amen. Amen. Works where it is honored. So when you lose respect, like if you lose respect in your own house, anointing doesn't work there. Amen. Amen. So, honor the anointing. Yes. The Bible says that look, Jesus did not heal the sick. I mean, have you, can you imagine? The Son of God cannot heal. Why? Because the Bible says that Jesus himself said, a prophet is not without honor, it's only in his own country. Yes. Now, do pastors honor the anointing? Yes and no. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody has a different level of honor. Yes. You know, one time I met with Benny Hinn. And I honored him. I knew I was going to meet him. Because I didn't know him even then. I didn't know him. I prepared an offering. Special and I gave it to him. And he said something I was very surprised. He said, you are the second person, only second person who has ever done this. Yes. I was shocked. He said, you are the only the second person. You would have thought that somebody like Benin, a lot of people would honor him. Yes. But people don't honor. And notice, few people are like Benihin in the world. Very few. Who can you point to and say this man is like Benihin? So my friends, learn to respect the anointing. And in my book on those who honor you, you see different ways by which you honor. When Joseph was called from the prison to come and see Pharaoh, what did he do? He had a bath. And he shaved. And he changed his clothing. He adjusted himself. Because he had respect for Pharaoh. So when you are honoring someone, it's important to adjust yourself. Yes. That's why sometimes when people are going to marry, they bath them. And oil them. They were a And shave them. They full. And prepare them. They manuman Hey, hey. Lest they go smelling. 
right chamber. I think I'm talking to myself. Eh? I think I'll go to Rwanda and continue this When a wife honors her husband, she will adjust herself. Just like Joseph adjusted himself to see Pharaoh. That means bathing Oiling, shaving, manala fulwa. Hey! I think I'll stop. Galatians chapter 6, verse 6. It says, let him that is taught communicate or share with the one who teaches in all good things. Oh, yes. That is why when I saw Benny Hinn, someone whom I can lie on the floor, on the, floor, on the carpet for five days listening to his preaching from morning to evening, when I see him, you understand? Let him who has been taught, you see, share, communicate something good with the person who has been teaching him. Honor is a form of love. It's, it's a manifestation of love. When you love someone, you respect the person. You honor the person. When a man loves a woman, and is going to marry her, and is walking with her, and she hits her foot on a stone. He will stop and say, Sorry. Oh, oh. You hit your foot on the stone. Oh. Sorry. Then he will find the stone and hold the stone. Be very careful and throw the stone away. He has a lot of respect even for her foot. But after marriage, he's walking with her and she hits her foot on the stone. He will tell her, why don't you look at where you are walking? Why don't you look at where you are So the respect has gone down. The love has gone down. Love makes you take some, somebody as precious. Just, just to be there, you are precious. It is, a, it is honor. 
That's why the woman with alabaster box. When she saw Jesus. She came and knelt down by him. And she kissed his dirty feet. She wiped his dirty feet. And she put her expensive her money, her money. She poured it. She poured it. She poured it on his feet and kissed him continuously. And there were other pastors there, Judas and other disciples. What is this? What is this? In What is this? In Just wasting money. Mandan full of different attitude. Judas was about to receive judgment. And this woman was about to receive a blessing. Jesus said, everywhere in the world, forever. She will be remembered for this love that she has shown And you know, when her brother Lazarus, I know Lazarus was sick. Jesus waited for Lazarus to die. He wanted to do something special. Someone who honest will show honor. God, God will want to do something special for you. You want to do something special. So he decided to do the greatest miracle ever recorded in the history of humankind. And when Lazarus died after four days, Jesus went there and raised him. Most people don't realize it is Lazarus rose from the dead. That is what triggered Palm Sunday. Yeah. They put Jesus on a coat. They, they, they said this is the greatest because of Lazarus. Yeah. It's the greatest miracle ever. Jesus said. Yeah. And who did he do it for? For the woman who honored him. Where the anointing is honored. That is where it works very powerfully. Amen. Amen. So churches must be taught to honor their pastors. Oh, yes. Honor the pastors in your church. Amen. Amen. All right. Number 14. Jesus celebrated the woman who honored the anointing. Amen. And number 15, where the anointing is honored, it works wonders. Amen. Amen.
And then number 16. The anointing creates your room. Wow. Wow. Everybody say the anointing creates the room for me. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 6. A man's gift makes room for him. Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. The anointing makes room for you. And you start the man me after one hour. Amen. How many want to room to be made for you? Firem na rekemba we ana na yefte no ambo arna wano. I'm going to show you a picture. And you sare na rewa. There's a table. Misela taba tasanya. And the dining table has got. Ten, ten seats. This is a full new one. Four, four, one, one. Yefa tava tom nila na yefa tava rite rai rai area lusheri. It's four. Thin. There's no place for you. Chistuera na wano tsuni. Then God gives you an anointing. The afyan de manta ma me usta no. And then a gift. The ma me fan me sar paso kana no. Amen. 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 When you come to the table, the table is full. But because of your gift, because of your gift, everybody at the table says, oh, this man should be at this table. So everybody adjusts to make a space for you. This is what is happening to you in the ministry. Your gifts making room for you. Your gifts making room for you. Your gifts making room for you. Oh yes. Oh yes. You never know what the anointing is doing. It's making a room Amen. Amen. Today, and one, yeah? I have a room. Someone and I in the church. I am a doctor. I don't belong in the church. I was not trained to be in the church. I was trained to be a doctor. But because of the gift, the gift of God, I sit at meetings in my country with the head of every church, the heads of all the big churches at the same table. Head Methodist Church. Head of Catholic. Head of, uh, Anglican. Head of uh, Assemblies. Every head of Assemblies. Why would they invite me? 
Because my gift, the way it is, and the way our church is, you have to make a room. He's a small boy. He is a small boy. But let's make a space for him. Let's make a space for him. A space will be made for you. All over the world. Oh, that's what a gift does. And that's what your gift is doing. I saw somebody, a man, he had a very strange hairstyle. When you see his hairstyle, you realize this man must be in a nightclub. You realize this man must be in a, a, a rock band. But he, but he has a gift. Ah, ah, ah. The next time I saw him, he was standing with prophets and pastors because of the gift. This is what the gift of God does. A gift makes room for you. Gift makes room for you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Number 17. Number 18, sorry. Anoint, or is it number 17? 17, sir. Yeah, but I'm going to 18. Yes, sir. Anointing for babies and suckling. Oh yes. Jesus, the Bible says, Thou hast revealed them unto babes. I thank thee, O Father, of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Amen. 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 God reveals things to babies. Decide to be a baby. Decide to be a baby. And you will receive the anointing. Be humble like a child. Be open like a child. You'll be surprised what you, you become. The anointing Amen. Amen. One day somebody went to Korea. I went with them to Korea. And then we were we were having a meeting. And he said, It seems that uh, the people in Korea have copied a lot of things from you. He was telling me that these people, the young Joe's church, they've copied me. And I laughed. I said, I have copied from them. Yes. I came to learn. I came like a baby. Everything was good to me. I learned everything I saw. And I learned everything that I saw. That is why you see things like what you see in Korea, in Ghana. 
When you go like a baby, you start to receive so many things. This babies you received. Yeah. Hey. Hey. It's nice to be a baby. Babies can be looked after. Babies can be carried. Very babies can be loved. And in Sasa Bagatiavun. But when you are not a baby, Revat Sasa Tuneno, stay away. Yala no Miataka. Become a baby. Mufamba Usaz Nareo. From the Lord. Bandaya Fam Tump. Number nineteen. Passive and be full. Accept the helpers of the anointed. Ye Kyodo Panampu Nulmost. Amen. Amen. Now, without. You may not receive the anointing. Amen. Amen. Elisha was a helper of Elijah. Elisha de Panampuneli. Amen. Amen. Now, helpers see more things than associates. If I was not alive, I would say that my helpers know more than most of my bishops. Yes. Yeah. So if you don't receive the helper, you may never receive the anointing. Amen. Amen. Now, when I went to Korea, I had to relate with Yonggi secretary. Called Miss Lee. Miss Lee if it was not for that woman, Many of the blessings that I have received through Yonggi Cho, I would not have received it. Yeah. The first day that I preached, I believe she, she recommended me to Yonggi Cho. Because Yonggi Cho was not there. And from that day, he invited me to preach every day for 20 years. She, she said, your preaching was the best in the conference. The first time I preached. Yeah. That was his secretary. If it was not for her, Yongisho would not have dedicated my church building. She told me, leave it to me. Leave it to me. I will call you. And she spoke to him that can you dedicate his church when you come to Ghana? She told me how he will dedicate it. He is a pastor. He If you joke around with the helpers, you, you, you make a mistake. So, B 
people who say, I just want to deal with a big man. You may never be anointed. Because you don't know. It is the servant, Joshua, the servant of Moses, who became the leader. So he is learning and he knows many things. Number 20. Travel with the anointed. Amen. Amen. The Bible says Elisha went with Elisha from Gilgal. People, this is anointed people, they travel together. Said they went down to Bethel. Then they went to Jericho. Then the two of them went on and kept walking together. There is a secret in traveling with the anointed. Why is that? Because you see the anointed in a different way. Yes. You see the anointed person. Anointed people are different in different places. They do different things in different places. Yeah. One day I traveled with someone. Hey, he was shocked. When he came together to the crusade. He said, I never knew all this. Because he was just used to seeing me in the house quiet. You know, in my house, I'm very quiet. If you come to my house, you don't hear any sound. And you won't see any lights. You there's nobody in the house. I don't talk. Especially if my wife is not there, there's no sound at all. Even when she's there, I don't talk much. But even when she's not there, then it's there's no light and there's no sound. So when he came to the crusade, and he saw me screaming, healing the sick, casting out devils, he was shocked. Because he's used to be in the house, there's no sound. Oh, yes. Yeah. You have to travel with anointed to even know who you are dealing with. Yes. 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 A lot of people have been surprised to see me being greeted at different airports in the world. All over the world. Almost every airport. There's a crowd there to receive me. Clapping. Clapping. Most of us, when we go to the airport, there's nobody to meet us. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow. Amen. Amen. How many points do you have, please? How many? Uh, How many do they have? 20. 20. Let's close. Stand to your feet.
How many are going to look for the anointing? Firam sezo ni kasa kan leus chamanum kanwan. Go for the anointing. Dana mandem tadia sanus san. Get the books. Alevro pukreo. Now Luke eight and verse eleven. Luke atuk fafalon din fara kambe full. It says now the parable is this. So the seed is the word of God. Le fuzi zan tin na de mantom le fanwaran. The seed is the word of God. Le fuzi zan tin na de mant. Amen. Amen. God's word is a seed. And tin na de mant at the full. And oil comes from seeds. Arn diluila te foka fam fu. Oil comes from that means anointing comes from the seed. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for all the wonderful pastors. Bless us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Send your spirit. Anointing. Change our levels. Change our levels. Jesus. Paramanda la bambara la manda la baka balade. Paramanda la mando sandere mamanda balade. Father, thank you for everyone here today. Rayum sotanone mnularete tonwanya. Thank you, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Msota fayetombunku fanantio. Because He has anointed me. Satina nustais. Give anointing everyone. Nanustandreta yanku. Everyone. Kaskandreta. Filling everyone. Namenundreta. With anointing. Namnus. Anointing. Nus. Anointing. Nus. Anointing. Nus. Of the Holy Spirit. Nus to fanamasa. Thank you, Lord. Sota tumpo. Great grace. Fasovanalepe. Great anointing. Us. Great anointing. Thanks. 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 Yeah, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, touching, Lord. Thank you for touching. Thank you for touching. Thank you for blessing our hearts. So the Holy Spirit. Anointing. Oh, yes. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you touch everyone here. Part to everyone here. The anointing. 
that we may be established. Established. Amen. Amen.